the Spot Track Podcast, talking sports contracts, the salary cap, and business of sports. Hey, everybody, welcome to the SpotTrack.com podcast. I'm Kevin Sylvester along with Paul Peck. We're from BuffaloSportsPage.com and the founder of SpotTrack.com. It's on his own podcast. Is Mike Gennetti here? And well, we've got contracts, contracts, and more contracts to talk because. Big money has been tossed around in the last week. Probably more to come, maybe even as we record this, uh, to come in the National Football League. And we have mustaches, denim cowboy hats, Paul, Love it. to talk about with the first contract. We're rescuing Mike from uh, being knee-deep in a 1,000 players cut over the weekend. He can probably rattle off at like all 20 cuts of the uh, – Kansas City Chiefs right now by memory. All right, give me one. In the, which one do they save the most cap money on Kansas City right off of memory? Oof. See, Frank Zombo. Don't do that there, to him. Frank All right, well, there you go. He Frank did it. Zombo. Frank Zombo. That's yeah. a good That's that was a good one of name, our, too. That was one of our January calls, too. We kind of saw that one coming. But don't forget, there was also expansions of MLB rosters. Oh, up right. Up to 40. So, uh, you know, NHL restricted free agency still in full swing. So plenty to do. And, yeah, the, the, the big news is these major contract extensions. Some I think we all saw coming. Some I think are surprises. So it's, there's a yeah. lot to talk about here. And, and a lot of resetting of, mar- of the markets yeah. of history in the NFL. And that's where we're going to start. Uh, Kevin, with with the quarterbacks. Quarterbacks are always going to be the ones that are going to reset the, the money market. Um, it's happened already a couple times this offseason. Obviously, we're Kirk Cousins, but Aaron Rodgers can buy as many cowboy hats. Mm-hmm. Uh, he could buy as enough cowboy hats to give every cowboy in the United States like a week's worth. Well, and just to say this, the uh, the reason we're referencing the cowboy hat, if you haven't seen it on SpotTrack.com, the outfit I mean, that must cost a lot of money. That's why he's waiting for the kind. The outfit he wore to a luncheon right after um, is denim, denimlicious. That's right. That's right. <laughs> with Handle, a, with handlebar a, mustache. I was yeah. going to call it a nice porn stash there, but, sure, uh, you sure. know, handlebar, <laughs> you know, the Western look all the way around for Aaron Rodgers. Well, when you are owed $80 million by next March, you can wear whatever the heck you want. And that is the structure of this contract. $80 million by next March. Um, Amazing. What? That's right. Oh, that's right. So, 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 eighty of the ninety-eight point seven guaranteed will be paid within the first year. Yeah, he got he got the fifty-seven and a half million dollars signing bonus, which is going to be split over the over two years, just for tax purposes, right, and cash purposes. Sure, but the the structure of this deal is roster bonuses, and those are paid in March. So every year for the next three years, he's cashing in before the season even starts. Um, so in that regard, it's extremely well-structured for Aaron Rodgers. What's the thinking with doing it in roster bonuses? It's exactly that. Get him his money. Okay. Right? And keep your base salaries low. And spread them out so it's not a big... Again, we, we, it's, yeah. it, we, don't, we don't see that in the NFL where guys get the initial big check on signing anymore. Well, 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 generally, so maybe five years ago, this contract looks like this. It's decently sized base salaries. It's a nice big signing bonus, but it's a second-year option bonus. That's where, the, that's where these contracts used to be. What does that do? That, that that doubles up your dead cap, right? The option bonus works like the signing bonus where it prorates over five years. So really what you're doing is you're doubling up your dead cap for the first four years, and you're leaving yourself a lot of trouble in year four, year five, if you know a 37, 38-year-old Aaron Rodgers isn't, isn't able to play or is awful. You know, Imagine that. But uh, this was structured with cash per year. Roster bonuses are paid each year. There's no proration. So the dead cap sits in the year that it's paid. Um, so by year four, it's it's pretty tenable. He's got twenty three million of dead cap in year four as of now, and that drops to eleven and a half million by twenty in twenty twenty two when he's thirty eight. That's Drew Brees. That's you know we've seen we've seen plenty of quarterbacks at thirty eight be be 
perfectly fine, and there's no reason to think Aaron Rodgers won't be either. You know, the problem for Aaron Rodgers with these bonuses is, you know how many banks you have to spread that out over to be FDA, <laughs> FDIC right. so insured? I, I, right? love, I, I really love that you brought that up. I have been efforting to get someone in the sports accounting business on this show because I want to know how you, how you make this work. How do you make $80 million by March work for, with taxes, with... I mean, how do, you've got to be able to. You've got to have yeah, donations. I mean, you just don't walk the board, into your right? chase to your no. to your Bank of America. I mean, you're going to get and, killed, uh, right? You're yes. going to get killed in April if you have eighty million coming to you over the next eight, eight, you know, eight months. So, how do you? What is the logic for spreading that out so that you can at least make this work for you? I, I want to know. I'm going to get somebody to get on Marty Bird on the case. Ah, I just started watching that, by the way, so I know your reference. Do you know who Marty no. Bird is? Let's oh, it. let's hear it. No, that's your homework assignment. Yes, okay. that's everybody's homework assignment. Marty Bird's a fictional character uh-huh. that knows how to... So we can't have him on the podcast. Uh, no. <laughs> well, we could try to get the guy who plays Marty yes. Bird. Okay. So that's your homework assignment. Look up who Marty Bird is. I love yes. it. And Bird with a Y, no, right? No, but you'd bring up a... Yes, I believe it's Bird with yeah. a Y. Um, you, you bring up a fascinating point because... And, and you wonder, okay, so why do athletes have houses all over the place, yeah, right? That, yeah. This is part of it, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um. But even then, if no. they just buy, you know, you buy a house, you still have to, unless they... Move. 80 million is yeah. 80 million. 80 million is 80 yeah. million, 80 million right? is, you know, what, you know, roughly 30 plus million, 40 million in taxes that you have to pay, right? Right. I mean, what well, are the Packers worth? <laughs> well, right? well they're, $2 billion? Yeah, right. sure. Right? Yeah, it's all let's about take, percentages, right? 30% of it's the all Packers about right percentages. Now. Yep. There, there's got to be a way to shelter some of that. I would some think of so. that money, I think, right? I think it's a good discussion. I really want to get somebody Denim. to talk about that. He owns denim ranches. He owns, yeah. Well, maybe he'll buy a <laughs> denim factory. Yeah. No, but it, no, it's it, it is a it, it is something that. All right, here, real quick, mm-hmm. I had this conversation with. I don't want to say his name because I don't want to make him Marty uncomfortable. Bird. No, it wasn't Marty <laughs> Bird. But this is a, a professional hockey player. We were talking about. That was what one of those stories came out about guys losing money. I said to him, man, you must, you, you must get hit up for investments all the time. And he goes, yeah, you know, he's like, I make $4 million a year. That was his salary at the time. Mm-hmm. He's like, four, but it's not really $4 million. Sure. He goes, I got to pay my agent. I got to pay taxes. I got two houses that, you know, because I have the one here, and, and it doesn't make sense for me to rent because no. I, I need some sort of write-off. So I bought a house here. I've got a house back home. The travel cost all along. My fiance doesn't work, you know. Like, no, this shouldn't need to, but it's kind of like, you know, I'm supporting yeah, her, quick. and you know, he's like, I'm helping out my brother who's in some rough. Sh- but he's like, so, and he goes, I'm only playing till I'm 35. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I need to to cash some bank some of this money. So it's not like I have all this money flowing around. He goes, sure, compared to you know, the, you know, the guy working at GM plant, yes, but. For pro athlete, I, I really got to find a way to set myself up for when it's over. I thought it was really smart how he yes. looked at it, yeah. right? And you just explained why so many of those guys get in trouble, too, and that th- they don't have smart right. people that help them manage. And I think that's yeah. the average perspective for a, for an athlete, right? I mean, that's, I mean, four million, you know, a, a decent annual salary for, for an athlete, but this is the extreme, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. And that's I mean, why I'm bringing it up. Like, uh, like, I don't even think he needs to be smart about this. Right, because because I mean, there, there's a chance you can buy a few corporations just on a whim. Well, there's, well he probably there's... he probably is incorporated. He probably has some corporations. I'm sure mm-hmm. some of that. Uh, yeah, there's got to be a way some of that money goes there. I mean, listen, he's an independent contractor. What? Why wouldn't he be? He be paid under a corporation. Well, that's the Tom Brady uh, 
the Tom Brady people are going to come out of the woodworks on that. So right. we're well, going to stay off that. Okay, all right. It, just... it does, it does, as I look on SpotTrack.com to see the breakdown of the contract, it, it almost makes me chuckle that his base salary, Mike, for the yeah. first three years is only $1.1 million. Yeah, like I said, it's all <laughs> and then it's it jumps all roster to tw- Then it jumps to fourteen seven, and then it jumps to twenty five. It's all about paying him in March with those roster bonuses, which is a good move. It's it's sort of a respect move for uh, for a guy of his caliber. Here, here's the thing. Uh, it's an impressive contract. It's a ton of money up front. It's a four-year contract, right? I mean, it's you know, those last two years, just like in this contract, they're going to be you know discussable. But that's where I'm going here. Uh, we had we had a show here where we sort of broke down his negotiations and how he was trying to get creative and how he was trying to reset the market and ownership of the team or you know rolling rolling annual salary so that he could always be the top paid player. Those kind of things came up publicly when this contract extension was being discussed. Obviously, none of that happened, but. That doesn't mean it's not going to happen, right? I mean, this is, like I said, in year four, the dead cap sort of, you know, uh, drops down to a tenable area to where uh, Green Bay could get out, but that's not likely. What the, the, the likelier scenario is in 2021, we're probably talking about a restructured contract for Rodgers. So this is going to be three years of security uh, for him in Green Bay. And then I, I, I would imagine in 2021, when he's 30, you know, going to be 37 years old, if he's still the Aaron Rodgers he is right now on the field, 22 million cash for that year isn't going to fly, right? Because you're going to have guys way over 30 sure. at that point, way over 30. So uh, I expect in four years, if we're still, still talking about the Aaron Rodgers, we know that this, will, this is going to get ripped up and we'll do this again. I figured out um, one thing with the money. He'll buy more of the Milwaukee Bucks. Doesn't he own part of the Milwaukee Bucks? I like that. Yes. I, I, believe, I, like he, that. I believe he's a minority probably investor a good investment right there. in the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. Sure. So maybe he'll, he can buy more of that, maybe buy part of the Brewers. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about the contract. Did he hamstring the organization to get other players around him? And there was one that you felt would he'd be a great fit. Mm-hmm. With the guy who's traded to the Bears, yeah, um, they they have room more cash to pay. Did he, did he stop them from getting Mac? Maybe, maybe they might not have just wanted. They might not have wanted Mac for two firsts. I mean, I don't think sure. there's probably not a lot. I don't think there's any other team that offered two. The firsts. Jets, according to Peter King, the Jets were the were the only other team that was that was willing to get close to the Raiders' price. But it probably he, he cited first. he cited the Bears and the Jets, and then he cited the Browns, Packers, and. Colts yes. as teams that were interested but weren't willing to go okay. to that okay. point. All right. okay. And we'll so, get to Mac more later. So, I just so wanted to bring I, it yeah, up. On. Yes, financially, I think Rodgers put a he didn't put the nail in the coffin on that, but it didn't help, that's for sure. And, and that's part of, this is one of those contracts I was surprised to see. I, I, I thought for sure this was going to be next March because of that, because of the cash flow and, and the money that they sort of spent to rebuild that offense this year a little bit. Um, and just some of the contracts that have to come for Green Bay. I mean, they're 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 sort of in a transition process. I, I'm not sure they're an 11 win team. I, I know a lot of people love them because of Aaron Rodgers. I I I want to say much like Tom Brady and the Patriots. No matter what else they have around them, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All right. Well, that's 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 I think what they're expecting as well. But I, I, I think those are the two guys in the league that it doesn't really matter what's around them. They're you're going to win 10 to 11 games anyway because of who they are the, and because of their ability to make. A, a, an average player be great on your team only. Okay, so let's that's a really nice transition into where I wanted to go with Rodgers, which is the next man up, right? I did a I did a premium podcast yesterday on com for on Russell Wilson, who is in a similar situation that Rodgers was this year. He's heading into the second last year of his deal, right? Um, it was a pretty team friendly deal for Seattle four years ago, and uh, that really helped them keep their defense together. It did. 
for three years. Yeah. <laughs> and now Not it's, anymore. And now it's all gone. Uh, it's now it's all gone. And that's sort of my point is it's time to pay Wilson. He's a top five quarterback every year, whether you believe that or not, he is. He's a top five quarterback. He's a four thousand yard passer, a five hundred yard rusher. Not necessarily he's due for in the stats. Touchdowns. Not not not. Well, I know, and and and, and because <laughs> I I want to feel like when, when you say that, people are going to pull up a stat list of the leading yardage mm-hmm. passer, and he's not going to be on there. They're going to go, what's Mike talking about? But but he is. He's he, his ability to do everything to make his team great is why he's a. To, however you want to define it, top five. He's the five-tool baseball player yeah. on the field and off the field. Got it. Right? And all of that matters. I mean, he is the prototypical quarterback. Um, but it's a dwindling roster over there right now. And you talk about a guy who's got to be LeBron James this year. I think that's Russell Wilson. Um, if, you're, if you're looking at a guy that wants to get paid, and certainly he deserves it, if he's going to put that team in contention, it's going to be because of him. <laughs> it's, it's going to be because he's put them on their back. And he's 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 thrown Doug Baldwin open 120 times, and you know he's made a couple of running backs who maybe aren't at the potential they need to be, really good out of the backfield. But that that's a yeah the defense is they went from the highest paid defense two years ago to the third lowest right now. Wow! In terms of their 53 man defense, so it's it's a complete overhaul, and uh, a lot of that is injury, a lot of that is age, a lot of that is money. But it's Russell Wilson's team, and here's my question for you. Um, there's no, there's no, no. there's no oh. question. Russell Wilson is going to surpass Aaron Rodgers. No question. Huh? It's going to be 33, 34 million dollars per year. It's going to be a hundred guaranteed at signing. There's no question. I'm telling you, the stats are there. The intangibles are there. He's healthy, knock on wood, every year. No, somehow. You mean he's going to surpass him in money? All of it earned. He's going to be the highest, the highest, the biggest contract ever when it comes. There's no question in my mind. He, what you don't know about him is is worth looking into everything about him is perfect yes no i really? yeah, no no yeah really? no i listen uh he is a great leader mm-hmm. and he's an phenomenal he's athlete he do, he's right? shown he can do it all correct he's shown he can do yes. it all he, he's done what cam newton hasn't been able to do at times right i would agree Where cam's yes. had to kind of pick if he's going to be a runner or a passer in a league yes and in a season and russell hasn't had to do he's that. a smart runner that's right he that's right. only runs when he has to and he never takes any hits that's right so Which he, is the difference between him and Cam Newton. And really anybody <laughs> that right. we've seen in this league. For well, this any long, of that generation of, of spread quarterbacks yeah. like Robert Griffin and like yes. Tyrod Taylor and like Lamar Jackson to come. They Russell's done what they some of them haven't done yet, which is figure out you only can run. Not only do you only run when you have to, but when you do run, do not take get yes. hit by doing yes. it. Yes, he's done very well. Uh, here's my question for you. Be- because of what we know about Seattle. And because of what we know about the contract that I just put to, put out for you, is he staying in Seattle? <laughs> is he here in two, three years? Is he in Seattle in two, three years? Well, I would say yes. yes. I think they value him at, because I think they're starting to realize that, like we talk about with Brady and Rodgers, he may be, he's in that group of guys that elevate everything around them no matter what it appears to be. I think... They moved on from defensive stars and have committed to Russell Wilson. Good point. And Great I think point. He's staying there. Okay, so in my in my show yesterday, I completely agreed with that point, and I basically said this is a big year. It's a big year to, for him to prove that he can do that. Right. That he can be because there Aaron is Rogers. no more Legion of Boom around right. to carry the team. That's right. The defense is no longer going to win games for this team. That's going to be very evident. I think early on, um, he's going to have to really, really put up numbers, and they're going to have to score some touchdowns. 
And I, like I said, this is sort of his LeBron James year. He's going to have to show that he can stand alone on this offense and take over and win games because of it. Um, and I think if he shows he can do that, then there's no question. They're going to lock him in, and the, the crux of the money in Seattle will run through him, and the offense will run through him. Um, so, yeah, big year for Russell Wilson, but don't be surprised if in December and January we're already talking about him as the next highest paid man in the history of football. Right. All right, let's, let's move to the defensive side of the football mm-hmm. here and going in chronological order of contracts and – well, do we want to get oh. one more offensive guy? Oh, I missed, yeah, I missed Odell, Odell Beckham. Beckham. Yeah, that's right. I'm yeah. sorry. If I want to go in chronological order, we got Rand Rett, Odell Beckham Jr. Let yep. me let me be brief on Beckham. It's a it's a fine contract. <laughs> right. It's not really when the, Mike uh, says that someone deal. should be worried. No, no, nothing excites me and nothing makes me really upset. It's just it, it's it's sort of exactly what you thought it was going to be and nothing more. Right. There's no like glaring numbers. There's no oh, what happens if he's hurt? It, it, it's all sort of accounted for. The Giants did a great job. You sort of knew this was happening when he kept really quiet. You know what I mean? Like he, he Which just, is not like Odell he, Beckham. And it also, I think it's also a vote of confidence for the Giants because it's not, this is not an excessive contract. This is not a contract that blows people out of the water, which means he was fine with this money, which means he wanted to be there, right? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting to. He, he wanted to be there because this contract is just okay. Yeah. Yes, it's the highest paid. His the brand receiver. in New York City That's right. makes this contract make sense. I, I think I think the right people convinced him of that, right? That that he didn't need to go out and be three million ahead of everybody else like he was asking. Because if he was just enough to be the highest paid wide receiver in New York on a team that can be pretty damn good. I, I think pretty damn good in two years with the weapons that are yeah. around there. And well, and he's already an endorsement king already, so he can make that money up with more head and shoulders commercials. That's right. <laughs> stay healthy, stay on the field, put some wins on the board, and you're going to make, make money across the board you know, easily, like you said. Um, but yeah, structurally and everything, it's just fine. It's a three-year guaranteed deal. Yeah, and, as uh, I'm looking at it, it's you know the the dead cap drops to 14 million in the third year, which means if things don't go well, and then the fourth year it's eight million. So basically, if things don't go well, there can be a parting of the ways. And that's pretty typical for a for a contract these days. So where the Rodgers one, from a cash standpoint, really pushed the envelope, right? Like I said, we've never seen 80 million in eight months. Um, nothing about the Beckham deal really screams anything, but it's a good deal for a guy who wanted to be on this team, and that's a good thing. All right, <clears throat> Aaron Donald. Yeah. Right, and, and we had Donald, and then the Mac thing happened. <laughs> um, it's like one was waiting for the other one to come in, right, uh, for things to occur. But- they're, they're so related but so different oh, in the way that they got crazy. to where they are, which which I'll, I'll, we're going to let you talk about it. Yeah. Uh, well, first off, are we, are we surprised that Donald signed? No. No? I'm not. No, because all indications were that this has been in the works for well over a year. Yeah, uh, and again, I'll I'll cite back to I don't remember if it was Peter King's story or maybe Albert Breer's story where he talked about this was something that has been discussed for well over a year. The Rams were hesitant to do it on principle last year, um, but then saw what happened when he when he sat out and wasn't really the same player right at the beginning of the year. So there was a more of a principle of okay, we know we're going to do this, Aaron. We you got to wait, and we got to figure out what makes the most sense. So um, it it doesn't sound like it ever got acrimonious at all. No, see, I, see, I look at it differently, and I look at um, all the three players, the big ones that uh, said Donald, Mac, and now Le'Veon Bell, right? Mm-hmm. Who's just joining the Steelers today as we record this. Maybe. Maybe. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, not yet. Right, maybe, right? As expected to. But anyhow, um, at least that's what the, they told me on Sports Center. But anyway, if I if star players 
look at it like, I don't, I don't need to go to training camp. That's right. That's how they look at it, right? And so Aaron Donald looked at it. This is probably my last opportunity to skip training camp. Because I signed this contract, then I got to go to every one. So I'm skipping it. And believe me, everybody in the locker room is looking at me like, you got your money, and you didn't have to be here through all this stuff. They're all envious of it for, for both things. Trust me. You think, Paul, you've been on the sidelines of training camp for oodles of years. Oh, yeah. They don't, I mean, what do they do? Not much. Not much. The they stars don't, don't yes, do very they much. Don't, yes. I mean, listen, the, the great Buffalo Bills teams, they didn't, Bruce Smith never practiced. No, and it never affected his performance. I don't, and that's not fair to Bruce. I shouldn't say that. Bruce got himself in shape to play. Yeah. He knew what he needed to do to play. And I, I, these players, I think, know they have personal coaches and all those things. Not like they weren't working out. No. So, all right. Um, I, I would skip training camp. If matter of fact, I skipped training camp this year. I, did you? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna skip it again next you year. You look like you did. <laughs> <laughs> Thank nice. you. Uh, Very nice. Here's the thing with Donald. Uh, I, I I actually believed that take with Donald that he just re- kind of wanted to mail it in here because he lost his leverage with this holdout last year. Yeah, because he didn't hold out last year. He he missed out. He missed the off season. He got himself through week one. Right with the with the roster exemption, but then he came back and he played and he did everything right. If he was really ticked off about the money situation, he's holding out for three four games last year, and he's doing it the right way, which a lot of experts believe he should have done. And the fact that he didn't do it, the fact that he caved and came and played, and you know he did everything right, was not a good financial business move for him because he lost his leverage because nobody believed he was really going to miss any games this year. Nobody did. Nobody, everybody believed that it was going to be the same exact thing. He didn't want to be in here for the offseason. He, he, if he's not paid, he's not going to be working out with the team, right? Right. That's, that's essentially the thinking. Um, so I don't think there was any real threat that he was going to miss games. Now let's switch gears to Khalil Mack <laughs> because I, I'm pretty convinced Khalil Mack was, was ready to miss six games this year. Sounds like it. Don't you? Um, I, I, th- I think his agent, Joel Siegel, played this brilliantly. Yeah. Yeah. You can really see the differences in agents, can't you? And how this sort oh, of played yeah. out. Because well, and, and, and Joel Siegel, the agent, played it brilliantly because he had to understand mm-hmm. how who Khalil Mack is and how determined he was and how he, this wasn't going to be a guy that was in his office going, come on, I want to get, I, I want to play, I want to play, I want to play, I need my money, I need my money. I mean, that's that's where a lot of these things get ruined when, when as it gets closer to that point, the players sort of cave in a little bit because all they know is playing and being ready to play. That's right. And it seems to me Khalil either by who he is or by being convinced by his agent, was willing to say, I'm on principle, I'm not going back. I mean, Khalil got the heck out of town. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, I mean, he he was basically told, get away from Oakland because if you're there, you're going to be the center of attention. Guys all, are going to be all, calling you up. It's all going to be on you, right? And that's not – you don't want to be that for you personally or for the team, right? You don't want Oakland to have to deal with that either. Um, even though I'm sure they did plenty. If he was smart, he changed his phone number. But, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, you can get out of place, but, you know, your yeah. teammates are texting you the whole time. Yeah, but still, I, I think getting out, which he was here in Buffalo for, for a good chunk of it. Yes, he was. Uh, um, I'm sure he went elsewhere. But, yeah, he, he stayed away from everything related to the Oakland Raiders and the NFL for that, for that period, um, which really led you to believe that he was being coached through this process as you're, you're not going to play until there's a big – a Brinks truck in front of your house. Well, and I think Actually, the agent, a Mack truck. the yeah. Mack truck. Yes, the agent <laughs> knew that that the Raiders, or at least had enough of a sense that the Raiders were going to cave and put him on the market. All right, let's talk about the Raiders. Well, by, by the way, he didn't want to sign in California. No, 
Taxes. We were talking about taxes well, yeah, of before. Course, of course. That's always part of it, right? Yeah. Of All right. Anyways. Let's talk about the rates. I don't know that that's the case. I'm well, just saying. What's I don't our, know that Illinois' taxes are... are probably Illinois' great, financial no. situation is worse than California's. <laughs> um, what have you guys read about the Raiders and their response to this and John Gruden's response? Oh, very, right. ge- well, very generic in mm-hmm. the response from Gruden. Uh, what I've read and, I, and I've heard differing... Pe- we've Kevin and I have heard differing opinions from people within NFL circles that that it was a cash flow issue, cash. but then it wasn't. Now we we've heard from other NFL people I, who said it, that had nothing to do with it. Heard that was hogwash. Yeah. The cash part was hogwash. It has to be hogwash. Um, it has to be. It Correct. Sound, it, 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 again, um, Peter King and Albert Breer cited the fact that there was one contract to offer exchanged in February yes. and none since then, and that so it set, that tells me the Raiders were unwilling. To go to where they needed, they knew they needed to go, and then when Aaron Donald's deal gets done, they knew they weren't going. That they, they, they were not driving into that neighborhood. And then all of a sudden, the trade, the trade talk happens. So I think, for whatever reason, yeah. whether it was Gruden on principle, whether it was Gruden walking in and saying we stunk on defense with him, and now you want me to sign this guy, and lo- I know he's a great player, and lock him. And this is where different NFL teams think different ways. Some NFL teams will say he's a great player. Whatever you need to do you don't let great players walk out the door other teams will say well wait a minute um he's great but we weren't great are we willing to commit that much time what else am I going to have to get rid of that I can't build around because I'm giving him this money um you know um different philosophies different philosophies for different teams I think Gruden decided he need to he needs to rebuild his football team And try to get as much currency as he was, and putting all that money in Khalil Mack was not going to make the team be where he wants to be offensively in years to come. And because he's looking at Carr and Mack yes. chewing up what thirty percent of their of salary cap, all right, all right, roughly. Correct. All right. So this, and, is, but this what is, he did, he also did was gutted the locker room because all the tweets from Raider players are like, "What? Are you kidding me?" All right. And 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 every analytic, uh, I was watching NFL Network. Um, and they had the analytics person on and said he is worth like 1.6 wins like Khalil Mack. Just just him uh, on your defense. Uh, so we could say he had a down year, only 10 and a half sacks last year, but what he, the quarterback pressures were up when he was in the game, whether they're him or his teammates, suppose it was like double. Some uh, crazy figure. So he's kind of worth the money. Okay, let me jump in. So the one thing I did hear, and you you sort of just alluded to it, is that the Raiders were concerned about having a high-paid quarterback with a high-paid pass rusher. And to me, of all the things that you've, you've heard and that we've talked about, <laughs> you should that is those. the dumbest yes. thing I've yes. ever heard or yes. read on Twitter. That's like, ever. I don't want a good left tackle. <laughs> what, what are you identif- What are your prime positions? What, exactly. what else are you identifying? Are you hoping your safeties co- really cash out? Right. There's four things you pay, what and you the know. What are we talking about here? And in order... <laughs> In order, right, of the things that you pay, That's Mike. That's literally I mean, it. Right. A guy who can throw it and a guy who can stop the other yes. team from throwing it. And then after that, what you pay a guy you can throw it to and a guy who can block the guy. And also, boom, the guy you got throwing the ball, maybe not, what isn't the best guy throwing the ball in the league right now. And maybe that's part of the reason you're not winning the game. So, and, and, and oh, by the way, you can get out of his contract extremely easily after this year. So even if you had to pay Mac and Derek Carr is still kind of a middle-of-the-road guy, you get rid of him and you draft the guy and start over. I mean, this was preposterous. All the excuses I heard, or I, I believe none of them. I believe none of them because we're reading them on Twitter. I, I don't think anything John Gruden's saying is factual um, because he's been in the business too long to say anything true, true on, on the internet. Sure. Um, 
So what was it? I and, look at I get I get not wanting to put sixty million into escrow right off the bat. I get that. That's tough. But that's life now. That's, that's life that's in the NFL. That's how you're running an NFL team. That's that's yeah. that's life. What do you and think again, it was pointed what do you think out. Green Bay just had to do right, and, <laughs> it was, and it was pointed out to me that yes, maybe their cash flow is low until the rate until the Vegas thing happens. But so you go get a loan, you right. get a loan because you know you're going to quadruple your cash flow when you open up the stadium in Vegas. Are you trying to tell me that the league doesn't have a line of credit for teams? Of course to, they do. Yeah. Yes. Look at. I get they got a nice haul for this. They got thirteen million off their cap when they traded him. They got two first rounders. They they did they did well to get something for a guy that maybe didn't want to be there. Maybe that's part of this. Maybe that's part of this, right? But that teams can convince themselves of that. I, I don't know. Whatever the reason. Well, clearly doesn't want to be here. I mean, so let's it, get rid of. I'm him. done with the reason reasoning because it's done and it's probably better that 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 these two teams these two options had a divorce here. Um, they got a nice haul, but here's what I look at from Oakland. You. You won the lottery with Khalil Mack, and then you went and bought more lottery tickets with it. That's what you did. That's <laughs> yeah. what you did, getting two first-round picks. Because who the hell knows what those first-round picks right. are going to be? That's Maybe right. it's a, a right tackle and a Just second wide see receiver. see the Cleveland Browns the last five years. I, I, uh, I, if, if I'm Amari Cooper and I'm, I'm, I'm somebody else on that team who needs to get paid, I'm pretty terrified right now of where I am because they just let a – maybe the second most important position on the team – a proven sack monster, a proven run-stopping guy. He, I mean, he's he's everything you want. In and an, he's in a an edge great defender. guy and a leader. There's no question about his locker right. room, uh, you know, personality. Yeah, was I would it, look. Was it, I would look out in the Central Division this year, right? Because yeah. this guy yeah. is going to be out to prove the Raiders made a mistake. He's yeah. going to be out to live up to the contract, and you know, just he's going to be out to sell a ton of fifty-two jerseys in the Windy City. Fifty Deuce, that's his brand nice. name. Fifty Deuce. Fifty Deuce. Yes. <laughs> was it was it Gruden being <laughs> offensive guy and just saying, I, you know, was it Gruden convincing himself that the that the Peyton Manning model of sixty percent, seventy percent of your salary cap on offense and and will outscore everybody. You think that had something to do with it? Yeah, but I, but then I in, in Tampa, he was it was they were defensive dominated. Yeah, that was a, that was an eon ago. Yeah, but but the, still. the game is so different, and that's what I'm terrified. Every time I see something that John Gruden has said, I think, well, that's not 2018 football, right? And that's not 2018 business either. Because the business has changed immensely over the past two and a half. But it's years. not like he hasn't been around it. That's what I don't understand. Correct. I, I I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know how well, much his, I can his visibility you, inside of ESPN was actually about the business side of it, and that's where where he's missing it right well, now. Well, but regar- re- right regardless now. of that, I can tell you because I know people that have worked with him on the Monday Night Football that he was maniacal about pre- preparation and and so it's with not quarterbacks. Like, well, but no, but with everything, <laughs> with, with everything, it's not like he didn't stay tuned into the game. So I get it when people say, "Well, he hasn't been in the game for ten years; it's passed him by." I don't think that's accurate. He's been in the game. This is not like Herman Edwards coaching college football. Correct. Let, let, let me put this at you as a parting shot on, on the Raiders. These are the two main people he brought into his offense this year: Jordy Nelson and Doug Martin. Any questions? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. They both yeah. might be hurt and out of the league by week six. So, I, I, if you want to believe he's an all offensive guy, he's got a maybe above average quarterback with Marshawn Lynch, who I don't know. He, he's probably still good, probably not great. Doug Martin's not great, uh, and they've got a wide receiver core that has looked better. Let me just put it that way: it's looked better. I if they're gonna if they're gonna focus on offense. They're going to need a miracle on offense, is what I'm saying, because they just they just took what 1.6 wins off their defense. Yes, 
Right. Um, for Khalil, this couldn't have worked out any better. No. For the Bears, uh, give him credit. I never fault any team that is willing to be gutsy. Uh, and like you said, we, we have a chance to get maybe arguably the best non-quarterback in the NFL, and, it, and I'll give you the two first-round picks. And as their GM said, our first-round pick next year is Khalil Mack. And, and just from a structure standpoint, real quick on Mack, it's awesome. It is everything he dreamed of. It is four years, $91 million, practically guaranteed. He's probably going to be there five for 109, which in mm. terms of what he was holding out for, <laughs> I, think he, uh, I think he made the right decision there. Uh, it's an up-and-coming team. He's going to be the leader of that defense. They, they, they trimmed a lot of veterans over the past two years. Big market, guy. next Huge monster of the midway. You know, I mean, it, it, you, know, yeah. it, you know, already he, Butkus, Singletary, Urlacher, Mack. Uh, there's so many opportunities didn't for him. They, uh, they drafted, didn't they draft Smith? Roquan Smith, yeah. yeah. He's happy. And, he uh, just got and better. A, and another That's linebacker right. from a couple years ago, very high in the draft first rounder. So yeah. they're loading up. They're loading up on yeah. D. Now he, it's all about Trubisky there now. Yeah, he just got better, too. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's uh, close out with running backs. Yeah, last thing. So, well, uh, I just want to dive back into the Gurley deal a little bit because it's really going to pay some dividends, I think, maybe in the next 48 hours from what I'm hearing. Uh, the Gurley deal was great for a few reasons. Number one, it's great that it happened right now. And, and let me tell you what I mean by that. This is a Rams team who that needs lots of weapons, right? It needs maybe four or five guys at all times that can potentially have the ball in his hands. Um, it's got a young quarterback for mm, maybe 18 more months in terms of the, the, the cheap, sorry, inexpensive quarterback for about 18 more months. Um, but they had to get Donald done, which they did. They had to extend Brandon Cooks, which they did. They've got Robert Woods on a pretty nice contract for him, by his standards, I would believe. Um, and, you know, there's a couple of – they signed the right tackle, Havenstein. There's a couple of defensive players that they've signed recently. Dominic and Sue. Yeah. Um, there's money everywhere is my point. So the fact that they chose right now to lock in Todd Gurley when they could have easily put him on a franchise tag path, easily, right? Uh, it says a lot about, number one, just how good Gurley is, and number two, just how much they value the running back position. And that's important, and that's what it, really what I want to get to. It's not a massive contract, but in terms of where we, where we had been with running backs and where we are now with Gurley, it's a great deal. Uh, in terms of the dead cap, it's three years, $40 million, Pretty safe, pretty safely, which is great. That's a great news for running backs. Where am I going? I'm pretty sure David Johnson's about to get extended in the next 48 hours in Arizona. And that's a completely different situation, right? That's more of a situation we have here in Buffalo, which is it appears that Larry Fitzgerald's on his way out, even though he probably could play for 10 more years. Um, It appears Sam Bradford is maybe on a one-year deal there. You know who knows he might be he might be healthy and be sure. amazing. They're they're rebuilding around Johnson. But yeah, the pieces. I mean, there's a Christian Kirk. There's some good signs with young players around that offense right now. But from from all standards, it looks like David Johnson is going to be running that offense. Right, everything's going to go through him. And if he if he gets back in the 2016 form, which was Le'Veon Bellis, best I mean, thing that ever happened to him I mean, was sitting out 60 the year. Catches. Yes, there's a lot of people that yes. think that. There's a lot of people that think that. Excuse me, but uh, by the way, not with a knee injury either. No, you know. So no. I mean, as crazy as it sounds, the the best thing that may have happened for David Johnson's career was breaking his wrist, because it wasn't. It's a it's a healable injury. You come back from it a hundred percent, and you don't have the wear and tear for a year. You get a year off on a guy who is a wear and tear thirty touch a game guy. So probably the best thing that could have happened. I think he could have played through it. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
I'm kidding. He should have skipped training camp. Yeah. Um, here's my point. My point is he is all the, he, he's actually a more productive player than Todd Gurley, right? Because he's 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 essentially a second wide receiver plus a three down running back. And he's going to be asked to do even more over the next three years in Arizona because of the lack of veteran uh, offensive talent around him. Uh, and that's going to be his negotiating point. I'm sure that's what's been said a thousand times at the negotiating table over the past two weeks here, um, which means that David Johnson's deal should be phenomenal. It should be phenomenal. It should be the deal that Le'Veon Bell wishes he had two years ago. Um, and he, maybe even more so, because like I said, there's no Antonio Brown right now <laughs> on Arizona. Right? Larry Fitzgerald's a hell of a player, but you know he's not, he's not to the standards of Brown right now. So keep an eye out for this. It's going to be big. I believe it's going to be really impactful with guaranteed money because they know, Arizona knows that if they're going to be successful, it's going to be through David Johnson. So keep an eye on that. And I just want to finish on Bell because he's supposed to report. I have not seen yet. I'm, I'm kind of keeping up here. Uh, he did not come to the team meeting in the morning. So so the Bell watch is still in full force. But uh, Uber driver was late. Yeah, there'll be an excuse, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, spoke to Ross Tuck- I spoke to Ross Tucker this morning who had a very interesting take. And it sort of goes to your point, Paul, with David Johnson. And it's, you know, you're not going to play week one anyway. Right? You're, you're, not, you're not playing Sunday. Um, so there's no reason to show up today when you could show up Friday and Saturday and still lock in that week one salary. And that's really the important part, right? Because if he doesn't, if he doesn't, if he's not on the, on the roster, at least on an exemption Sunday, he loses $855,000, right? Which is his per week salary right now for over 17 weeks. So yeah, show up Friday, show up Saturday, gonna stroll into the weight room Saturday morning, you know, while the team is going through their final walkthroughs and uh, lock in your salary. And you know, you're not going to be playing Sunday and that's to his benefit right now. Right. I mean, that's 30 touches he won't have on his resume for next free agent season. Right. Yeah. And also in September is like first three games are below his average. Are they? Yeah. They they look they were comparing last year. I want to say average 76 yards per game rushing the first three games of the season last year. And then after week three, it was off to the races. Clicked in. Huh. So there you go. So, yeah, I mean, he's certainly not going to be ready for week one, but he, he, he would do well to at some point in the next 72 hours, just sort of stroll into the office and sign his name on the paper and say, yeah, all right, I'm here. Just so we can lock in that almost $1 million for Sunday. That's a, it's amazing. Is That's he, the business side of it. Is though. he waiting for Johnson to, to set that market, much like Mac well, waited for Donald? You know, but it's you a know, franchise tag. He can't do anything about it. He can't oh, sign, a new, true. He can't sign a new deal. Um, so whenever Johnson's deal does hit, it's going to be to his benefit, obviously, because next March he'll be out there looking. Uh, I, I guess that's sort of what I want to I finish on, though. He's he's up there, right? I mean, we've talked about the touches. They're, the touches are unbelievable. It's 300-plus a year, almost 400 a year. A lot of, lot of miles on the tires. A ton, of tire, a ton of work in Michigan State. Tons. I mean, he's been doing this for a long time, even though he's not super old. And trust me, NFL teams will they know go that. back and count and track touches through a college career <laughs> to know when in their NFL career oh, they yeah. hit the wall. So so here's my question. Who's going to be dumb enough to do that deal next year? I don't think it's the Steelers. Not the Steelers. No, of course not. No, I think it, they'll Is let it them the go. Jets? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Is it the Colts? <laughs> no, it's the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> right? When Doug Martin doesn't pan out week two, right? That's great. That's, you make up a great point. That's, <laughs> that's perfect. You're right. So, yeah, Le'Veon Bell, a year from now, will be wearing another team's jersey. All right. A lot of great stuff here on the NFL. Don't, As Mike mentioned, don't forget the other sports are going on. The updated 40-man rosters in baseball, what yep. McCutcheon does to the Yankees. Yeah. And uh, one more day here. 
Last day before the NFL season starts, we're running that fantasy contest. It's free. Pick a 32-man roster, uh, keep your salary cap low, and we're uh, giving away some cash at the end of the year. So uh, get, cash. On, get on there at the end. By the end of, by uh, we'll keep, probably lock it off 4 p.m. tomorrow, Eastern time. So you've got a little bit of time here to build your roster. How much cash are you giving away? We're giving away $500. Oh, wow. I'm in. So, Just for I'm signing, signing up. up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's free. Dude, we got we got to talk about your marketing team here. I, I think people. This is the marketing team. A, a spot track hat or T-shirt would have sufficed for many of these guys. We're going to sign up for. Now you're throwing money, and you got Paul's interest. Okay, that does it for the SpotTrack.com podcast. Hey, make sure you sign up for the premium service. Look at that. Something. You know what? Give back. Uh, Mike's yeah. giving you give back the premium service. Sign up at SpotTrack.com. Make sure you rate us on iTunes. Uh, give us a favorable rating if you would, please. That would be great. Um, and listen each week. You can check Paul and I out at buffalosportspage.com. Yeah, you guys are uh, starting a new podcast yourself, aren't you? Yeah, we have a daily podcast. Uh, it can be found at buffalosportspage.com. It's also on iTunes. It's called Sylvester and Peck on Sports. Yeah. We focus more on just Buffalo mm-hmm. sports uh, that are going on. All here. over the right? College? Pros, everything. Everything, right? Yep. Everything that happened. You, you might even make an appearance That's right. on there. Even, yeah. even a little Here's spot there. track. I can't stay away. All right. Uh, for Mike Janetti, Paul Peck, I'm Kevin Sylvester. Thanks for listening to the SpotTrack.com podcast.